Video Game Pulse. Episode Everybody, I am Millennium X17, and I'm Dakarakito. No Kaz. No Kaz. Fully unsupervised. Yep, she has an appointment tomorrow, and she kind of beasted her way through last night and today without sleep. And so, uh, when she finally did decide to go to bed, I imagine it was pretty immediate. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I know how that is. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you? Ah, uh, you know what? Surviving. Hmm. One day at a time. One day at a time. Not much else really going on. I think it's been two weeks since our last show. Yep. Uh, again, not really much going on. No, not a whole lot. I think last night, we uh, uh, the only thing that happened was we went to uh, GameStop and pre-ordered something. Yes. And we, we also found out that this thing that we pre-ordered. Oh, yeah, that's right. We can pick up early. Mm. So what did we pre-order? Persona 5. Yes. Finally. Both of us each copy with a steelbook case. Yep. Comes out this Tuesday, but we can apparently go to pick it up on Monday night at 9. Yeah. Apparently, instead of doing a midnight launch, they're, they're just going to- Early release. They're doing early release, 9 p.m. Monday night, which is like, hey, you know what? I know what I'm going to I be doing. I know what I'm going to be doing that night. <laughs> I took that day off. So this following Monday and that said following Saturday, I have off from work. So April 3rd and 8th, I believe it is. Uh-huh. I have those days off from work. Nice. Uh, and I know what I'll be doing. <laughs> oh, yes. I think you'll know what you'll be doing as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of nothing. Uh, anything else that we were doing is going to be put on the back burner. Oh, which yeah. Which is uh, unfortunate because I have no idea when those games are ever going to get finished. <laughs> but we've well, already went over that discussion a hundred yeah. times. Fortunately, my game has been finished, so oh, I am right. all you, set and ready to go. You, your game is actually capable of being finished. Mm. You know, Mine, uh, not so much. I don't know if I'll be doing an update or not. I think I'll be doing a small update for my game. You'll be doing a final review on that one? Yes. You're amazing. Thank you. All right, then. Um, not a lot of news this week. No, not too much. A whole lot of nothing. Is there anything else for side notes of pertinence other than our driveway is a mud pit? Oh, yeah. Our driveway is a freaking like, sinkhole out there. <laughs> it's, it's like it's, quicksand, but with mud. Yeah, it's Pretty quite much legit. is what it is. So we're trapped in the house, pretty much. I Although know. I've been told that uh, apparently we're supposed to get another quote-unquote big snowstorm tomorrow. So <laughs> Groovy. Mom is very pleased about that. <laughs> mm, yes. She loves her snowstorms in April. In April, she was ranting to me about it earlier. She's like, we don't have the money to pay Lance to freaking plow the driveway again. I'm just like, well, Mother Nature has other plans for you. <laughs> <laughs> Mother Nature wants to punk you on April 1st. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I heard it was supposed to be like a small storm tomorrow night, the end of March, and then April 1st was supposed to be a big one. And I was like, that better be a joke. Yeah. Which I don't know if it would be or not. I don't know. They uh, they keep going back and forth on what's going to be happening tomorrow. Originally, I heard like three to five inches. Then they changed it to five to eight. Then they changed it back to like two to five. And then they changed it to like three to six. And it's like, right, well, some amount of snow might be happening tomorrow. We'll find out part. how long, how here's much Here's the it fun is. part. For as advanced as weathermen make it sound and as scientific of a process as it is to study patterns, that's all it is. is the weather is the study of meteorology is the study of weather patterns. Yep. Based on previous patterns, what's it's doing now, they cannot predict what the future does. Here's the fun part. They don't know what it's going to actually do. Do, exactly. That's why they call it a weather prediction. Yep. A lot of people are lost on this, which is why I don't watch the weather report because it's always wrong. Exactly. I do what's more commonly referred to as look out the, the window, window. 
<laughs> I know. Slightly more accurate form of what is the weather doing? Uh, okay, and I can figure it out from there. I don't Pretty really much. care about the weather. It's what it's doing is what it's doing. Yep. But uh, so we'll see what actually happens tomorrow. We may have some snow. We may not. Who knows? It's not going to affect this show though. Nope. Not at all. I don't believe there's really much else. There's a whole lot of nothing going on at the end of March. Yeah, it's been pretty dry the uh, past couple weeks. Not a whole lot going on. Yep. So I guess we should just head on off to the news? Probably. Alrighty then. Time for some news. Yes. There is not really all that much going on for the news. There's like one big thing and then a bunch of small things. Uh, a lot of it is all flash. So if you wish to talk about anything in any more greater detail, just stop me. Oh, uh, there is one thing I will be talking about. And I think you can guess. About I forget. It's in there. It's right there. There it is. Yep. Uh, we'll get there in a moment. Mm. There are some fake Nintendo Switch emulators distri- are being distributed out there. Yep. And shock and awe, they have potentially harmful software within them. Yep. <laughs> This happens every time a new console comes out. Here's your sign. Here's your sign. <laughs> Think about it. I know. Here's your sign. Uh, That's why I don't do emulators. Like, there's a yeah. lot of ga- like old games that I would love to play on emulators, but it is so hard to find one that a works and b works without you know infecting everything else. So it's just I don't know. It's not worth it in the big you know scheme of things. Scheme of things, yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, looking to end grenade spam in Battlefield One uh, gives everyone a recharge rechargeable grenades. Right. I don't. I haven't played Battlefield One, so I don't I know how that know. quite how that works. Yeah. Do you have unlimited grenades in Battlefield One? Is that a thing? I don't know. In like Call of Duty, depending on your loadout, you could have, you either have one, two, or three. But then as you use them, unless you have scavenger, but at the same time, it's like you need to have them. I wouldn't know how it works in Battlefield 1. It's one game that I have not yet gotten around to playing. Same, same. So uh, we'll figure that out later on. Yeah, but apparently they now have rechargeable grenades. Yep, whatever that means. (laughs) Maybe they swapped out the Chinese batteries for some of them energizers. (laughs) Maybe. And and now they got to recharge. Who knows? Maybe they swapped out the energizers for the Chinese batteries, giving them a longer recharge time. Mm. Maybe that's actually what happened. Who knows? Hmm. Moving on to the tab that you really wanted to do, a Radiant Historia remake gets its first trailer. Yeah, this is stunning. Like this came completely out of left field cuz Radiant Historia, I did a review on it a long long time ago. Eons ago. Eons ago. This game is so good, but it was like tragically underrated because it came out at a very inconvenient time. So not a lot of people As do a lot it, of games. As do a lot of games. This one is like tragically underrated cuz it is so good and so for this to suddenly be getting a remake just out of left field that was stunning to me when i first saw that i was like no way so this is going to be on the 3ds and uh no mention of a western release date just yet but i would assume because the trailer had like a mix of the japanese and the english i'm assuming that a western release will uh be announced at some point it better be (laughs) one can hope one can hope but, uh, yeah, I'm super, super excited about this because this game is just so, so good. Yep. It's really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that all you needed for that? Pretty much, all yeah. Right. There's not too much uh, that's revealed in the trailer. You see, like, new character oh, art. Oh, it's a teaser. Stuff. It's kind of a teaser. It's kind of like, you know, you see a lot of new character art. And uh, one thing I did notice in the trailer is that they kind of, like, anime-ified a lot of the characters, which is, like... Eh, all right. <laughs> You're fifty fifty on that. Fifty fifty on that. Some of them look good, some of them not so much. But uh, I don't know. Worst things have happened. Worst things have happened. It looks like the story's going to be exactly the same. So mm. good stuff on the horizon there. Alrighty then. Moving on. Starcraft Remastered has been announced. Will launch later this summer. Yep. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Starcrack. Yes. Uh, that was a game back in the day. Hmm. Very interesting. I never actually got into it, though, so yeah. hopefully I can stay away from it again because it <laughs> sounds like it's one of those games I can spend a lot of time with. I think I tried it, but didn't really get too far into it. If it is the game that, I think, that I'm thinking of, I think I tried it, but didn't get too far into it because I had trouble with the controls for it. Like, I don't know, something about the control layout, I couldn't quite uh, grasp effectively. And furthermore, so you, you were a lot younger then. True as well, yeah. So. But, uh... We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Mm. Oh, email scammers have managed to take $100 million from two U.S. tech companies. Yep. I don't know what the tech companies are. That's interesting. Here's a fun thing about email scammers. No matter what emails you get, do not click on any of the links. 
within the said emails. Mm-hmm. That is the key. That's how they fish for exactly what they're looking for. Exactly. Just the other week, I got a uh, uh, something or other from uh, a supposed pay- well, something that looked like it was from PayPal saying that, oh, thank you for, for your payment to this place here, your t- one-time $20 donation. I was like, what? <laughs> and then I, I opened up a new tab, went to my PayPal, looked at it, and there was no such $20 charge there. Mm. So I was like, hey, you know what? Fishing. <laughs> Don't click on the links within. It's like there was there was a specific section where you could click on something that says, "Oh, click here to you know refute the charge or something like that." And I'm thinking, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. there you go. That's exactly what they want people to do, and people fall for it every single time. Oh yeah. Do not click on any links on any emails, even the ones that appear to be legit, especially mm-hmm. the ones that appear to be legit. Go to physically open a new tab, physically log into your account through uh, your own means. Yep. But uh, these two, t- have you seen which one? Uh, uh, okay, so that's the name of the fake company. Evaldus Rimasaska? Yeah, that's a fake company. Oh, no, that's a person who ran a fake company uh, okay. in Lativa using the same name as computer manufacturer based in Asia. Uh, both companies involved in this case are choosing to keep their names out of it, presumably to avoid public embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there winning. we go, winning. Yep. So that's the thing. Again, when it comes to emails, if, if you get something that doesn't look quite kosher, do not click on any of the links within your emails. I never do. Mm-hmm. You got it, you know, seriously. It's, I know, uh, I know. But yet. But yet, people st- it still happens. It's like the reason this stuff still exists is because people keep falling for it. Mm-hmm. Moving uh, on. Moving on. Bethesda wants Quake Champions to become an eSport. All right. Okay, yeah. I don't know if it <laughs> I don't know exactly what games are chosen to become esports. It's just a matter of what kind of community revolves around it. Yeah, I think that's more so than whether the, uh, or not a company wants it to become or yeah, not is yeah. entirely irrelevant. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I don't know how any of that works. I'm completely ignorant when it comes to esports anything. I mean, it's amazing yeah. to watch, but I have no idea what's going on. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Blizzard is open-minded about adding an Overwatch map editor. I briefly uh, eyeballed through this tab, and apparently the reason being is that they're not against it, but Overwatch is built on a new game engine, which makes it complicated and a challenging thing to make. Mm. I'm thinking, so hold on a second. You developed a game for your new game engine, and now you're having trouble developing things on your new game engine? Pretty much, yeah. Again, I, I quickly eyeballed through it. Uh, but I didn't quite... Okay, so here's the quote from the... Uh, it says, We are extremely open-minded about releasing a map editor for Overwatch someday, but because Overwatch was made with a brand new game engine, and this is no small task, or one which can happen anytime soon. We have this on our long-term roadmap and believe that believe heavily in user-made content, but there are many challenges ahead of us, and it will be a very long road before our editor can be made available to the public. So why don't they just use the same editor that they used to make the official maps? I don't know. Again, it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I mean, I, really, stop and think about like, it. Like, I just briefly eyeballed through it, and I was like, what? This isn't, what? This doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't even make any sense. Moving on. Okay. Uh, Nintendo was able to switch, fix the Switch Joy-Con issues with a tiny piece of foam. Yeah, I saw the photo for this. It's actually quite interesting. If you want to open much, up the yeah. uh, thing here. As to how it helps people that are already have them out in the wild, I have no idea. I don't know, but yeah, it's just this tiny little square of foam near the either top or bottom of the thing. I don't know which side it is which, but... I wouldn't be able to know myself. But yeah, it's because like this little tiny piece of styrofoam that they just shoved in there and apparently it fixes all the problems. I don't know how, but that's the thing that happened. Magic. It magic. fixes it through magic. Yes. At least that's what I tell myself. I have no idea. But again, I don't know how it... Uh... Apparently, Nintendo has confirmed that a manufacturing variation was the source of the Switch left Joy-Con sinking issues. The foam fixed that... We caught when we yesterday one that we put into place in all future Switch units, meaning anyone picking up a Switch when stock returns should not face this issue. Should, but any should. stock that's out there right now is uh, going Phoned. to, yeah. uh, you know, not ha- who's going to have the issue. So exactly again, why you don't buy a console at launch? Yep. As much as we all love to do so, mm. the uh, yeah, I don't know if there's much else to be uh, said about that. Yeah, not really. I mean, it's good they found the problem, but it uh, doesn't exactly help those who are already suffering with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
Uh, CD Projekt Red is supposedly going to have a new game by 2019, and the reason for this is uh, interesting is because they have a uh, a government from the uh, a government a, a grant <laughs> a grant from yeah. the Polish government, and the one of the terms in the thing is that they uh, they need to have their next creation must be fully completed by June 2019. Nice. So, I'm not exactly going to go out on a limb here. This is not an on the limb statement, but. They're making something already. Exactly. <laughs> and I got a feeling it'll probably be out well in advance of that date. Probably, yeah. Just saying. I'm not entirely, you know, worried about that. Mm. Good stuff, though. I love their games. Yeah, their games are always good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo to double Switch production following a strong demand. <laughs> yeah, I can't <laughs> imagine why. Shocking. Jesus Christ. It's not a toy. Get your head around it. I know, right? Uh, Bloodstains Wii U release has been canceled and has been switched over to a Nintendo Switch launch instead. Oh, I'm sure people are pleased about that. Yes, all the Wii U owners out there that wanted it on that. Oh, yeah, they're probably thrilled. Oh, yes. Mm. I think I have Bloodstained on uh, PS4. Yeah. It's a uh, it's the Koji uh, it's the Igarashi uh, mm-hmm. Kickstarter. Yep. Bloodstained. Uh, no word as to when that's coming out though. It's still ongoing. It's I still, still keep ongoing, getting I, I, I keep getting updates for it. I know. I can't wait for that. That mm. looks like it's going to be so good. Mm, yes, I have a copy coming to me for it's a PS4. Nice. Uh, okay, so the this is a, I got to open this one up because this one's going to be good. An Australian okay. senator is chastising the ratings board. Uh, speaking on the Senate floor earlier this week. Oh, good lord! What the hell? That's a name <laughs> and a half. Um. Leorgenhelm? Sure. That's that is a hell of a Leorgenhelm? name. Leorgenhelm? I don't know. Yeah, it's something like that. I can never tell what J's if he's supposed to pronounce it like a J or if he's supposed to pronounce it like a Y. It could or, go or, either or way. Or it's supposed to be silent altogether. Yeah. I have no idea. Pointed out that while 68% of Australians play games regularly, the average age of those gamers is 33. The country's laws relating to those games are made by those who have. Oh, but the screen moved on me. <laughs> Games play regularly. No knowledge of the medium. Yeah, have no knowledge of the medium. For example, not many senators or senior public servants would know the difference between a ghoul and an agul, and so would find it hard to advance the video game known as The Witcher. <laughs> yeah. Nice. He's actually calling them out on not being able to rate games properly. I like this guy already. I know, I do like this guy. I like these type of guys, yeah. Hmm. Actually, stand up. I know. Yeah, pretty good. Not much else there. Uh, Super Mario Run did not meet Nintendo's expectations. Can't imagine why. You know, to be honest with you, I don't know what they were expecting because Super Mario Run made a shit ton of money. I don't have the number in front of me, but it was something quite substantial. Mm. I mean, if they were expecting, you know, billions of dollars, I mean, maybe readjust your expectations. (laughs) I know, right? Doesn't say so in this uh, article. Not to mention, this was only the first mobile game they've ever really done. So, yeah. they, what are they comparing it to? Who knows what their expectations were? But I knew it was it was like thirty, forty million or something like that. Mm-hmm. Last I saw it, it was not like a small chunk of change. Yeah, especially for a mobile game. Exactly. Yeah, is what Vail said in the chat. If it doesn't do GTA money, it is a failure. Fair. That mentality is why a lot of games are like, what was it? it was a few years ago, Tomb Raider sold three and a half million units or I know, something and like that. that. Was considered a and it's always a failure. Excuse, Excuse me? me? Oh, yeah. Yep. Mad Cats has been delisted from the New York Stock Exchange following its financial troubles. Right. Uh, Outlast 2 has now been cleared by the uh, Australian Ratings Board. I cannot wait for that game to come out. I know. It's going to be really good. That game is going to be so good. Yeah. It does get is going to get the R eighteen plus rating, mm. which again which shocking. Which is I know what that rating was <laughs> maybe made they for. Just, maybe they just haven't figured out. That, oh wait, we forgot. It's a thing now. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So this is a rumor, but at the same time, I'm fairly confident that it's the people leaking the rumors, Activision themselves, because they would never <laughs> do that. They would never do that. It's either Activision themselves or it's them damn janitors again. I know. It's ninja janitors. Those guys must make a lot of money because oh, they seem to be man. at work 24-7. They are really good at what they do. <laughs> Not only is that hallway cleaned, but they also got all the secrets, too. It's like, <laughs> wow. But, yes, uh, sources, in quotes, say that Call of Duty is going back to World War II with a couple of leaked 
images mm. of promotional materials. Yeah. <laughs> Funny how that happens. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> mm. Moving on. Moving on. All right, so uh, Persona 5 is launching next week. Yes. Uh, the PS4 share a, a uh, the thing on the PS4, the PS4 shareability, has been mm-hmm. disabled by Atlas. Right. You're not be able to share anything through that. Uh, due to the reason that the Atlas says that it's a single player story, story based game, they don't want to spoil anything, so they disabled the feature. Fair. That makes sense. It does. Not like anyone could go old school and take a picture of their TV screen and tweet <laughs> it out anyway. I mean, no, that's not the thing. What are you talking about? That's that's way old school. You don't want to <laughs> be doing that. Uh, oh, oh! Speaking of leaks and Activision, it was heavily rumored over the last like week and a half. It was like, oh no, there've been like again, pics of promotional materials have been leaking <laughs> out. Them janitors, man, I'm telling <laughs> you, they are on top of it. They got their game on this last week, uh, saying that oh no, Destiny Two may have been leaked. And I'm thinking, oh come on, Activision <laughs> is so transparent when they do this nonsense. I know it's so bad. Uh, but they have officially confirmed that Destiny Two is coming out later this year, September eighth. Uh, is also coming for PC. Mm. Good times. Yep. The Witcher series has passed 25 million sales mark. Nice. Very good. And then there's our final tab of news. Yes. This is a bit of a uh, an interesting cluster of a story. Mm. Because it's a very dynamic story and it's different depending on who you ask. Yeah, that's the only thing that with this. It's like I've heard bits and pieces about it, but not like a full coherent you know sequence of events mm. because like everyone's only got like one fifth of the story yeah yeah so, and it's all out of order and it's all out of order the so best take us we, it. Okay, so the best i can figure what has happened is that high-end advertisers uh like uh it was uh mcdonald's verizon at&t mm-hmm. and the, there's a whole huge long list of them got word that their ads were being shown on youtube videos with what they considered to be questionable content Right. And they got a little bit upset about this and pull, started pulling their advertising out of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google then did what Google does and panics. <laughs> and without the full bit of information, started making gross changes across YouTube. Yep. As far as ads show up. The last month or so, a lot of the creators that I've been following have been making videos about how they are seeing a severe dip in ad revenue. Yeah. As it would be, you know, with it. Mm-hmm. Google is changing how it's, uh, what it sees as advertiser-friendly policy. That whole debate is back again. Oh, God. Uh, they've been changing what they see as, you know, advertiser-friendly versus what isn't and what have you. But the problem that I'm having is, and this is where you might, might someone might need to ask me to put my tinfoil hat on. <laughs> the problem is, is that as some of my channels have shown, some people are getting hit hard by it and some people aren't. Yeah, the consistency, that's always the thing, isn't it? The consistency, and always with YouTube, not just consistency, but th- th- they don't give any information. Mm-hmm. It's, it leaves a lot of people to speculate, which yep. is where the tinfoil hat needs to come in. Because everyone is guessing what they think they mean, but they don't actually say what they mean, so that nobody really knows what they mean. Yeah. Depend. It, it all comes down to restricted mode. There's a restricted mode on YouTube. If it's enabled, it's enabled in like schools and colleges, and it's enabled by default. If you when you sign up with your account, if you're under 18, it's on. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, if certain channels do not show up under restricted mode, like if you view uh, Philip DeFranco's channel with restricted mode on, it looks like he has almost no videos. <laughs> yeah. Problem that I have, though, is he ta- he talks about a lot of current events and news, which mm-hmm. some people might not find pleasant. Okay, yeah. that's all well and fair. You turn it over to, say, the Young Turks channel in restricted mode, all their videos show up. Right, right. Okay. And they're talking about the same type of stuff, mm-hmm. the same, you know, ISIS and terrorism yeah, yeah, and yeah. all this other nine yards. It might not be considered advertiser friendly. Their videos show up under restricted mode. Phil DeFranco's don't. Right. And okay. this is where a lot of the problems are coming from because, A, a lot of creators are seeing huge dips in revenue. Now, that's a problem if you're a small creator and you depend on that monthly thing because with youtube what you did in february you don't get paid for until april there's like a month delay on your yeah thing for your for google to send the payments out which is a little bizarre to me but but the other on top of this with restricted mode and all that and what is advertiser friendly and not then on top of all this some channels are getting hit hard with it and some aren't Mm. some people are seeing whole swaths of videos being demonetized while other creators like the Young Turks and CNN and some of the other bigger ones 
aren't. Well, of course CNN isn't. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, there, there lies <laughs> the problem. It's like certain channels like CNN, totally fine. But if Phil DeFranco talks about it, no go. Exactly. I it's know. like, excuse me? Steven Crowder, uh, S. Crowder's his YouTube channel, he has a... I'll link to this video. You should even watch that video. Okay. He physically shows, goes through the whole nine yards of exactly what I'm talking about and shows how... The his videos are all under restricted mode are gone, and then he physically shows the Young Turks channel. They're there. They're perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. And it's like okay, so it's like some channels are getting hit, some aren't. It's a little bit inconsistent. So it's like people want consistency, but then the real shady part comes in the fact that YouTube isn't even telling people when they demonetize something. No one's getting emails for this. Oh, of course not. So it's YouTube. You, you physically have to go back through your own uh, videos and manually check them all out in order to see whether or not. The uh, you know, some of your stuff has been demonetized. H3 H3 Productions just came out and said, Wow, a bunch of our videos just got hit. It's like, but we didn't get an email, and it's like, Yeah, that's where a lot that's this is where the convoluted section of the story comes in with is that Mm -hmm. YouTube's not telling you when they demonetize something, and then creators are like, Whoa, whoa, what's going on? All of a sudden, we're getting way less money. What the hell's going on? And then there's at there's uh, advertisers are pulling out, Google's making hasty changes, and not nobody's really sure. The thing that really is shady and sideways to me is that a lot of the channels that are being hit hard by this demonetization are of a more conservative mindset, whereas the more liberal channels are perfectly fine. Right. And that's where it's like, okay, now you're being a little skewed. Mm. You know, I, I don't know if that's reading too far into it, but a lot of people <laughs> don't. Are, it's like, But if you look at all the evidence, it, that's what it seems to point to. But again, YouTube is silent on it, so nobody really knows for sure. Yeah, I think that's probably, like, the biggest issue with YouTube nowadays is that they make so many changes, but yet they don't actually, like, have any type of, like, news feed or anything like that. Or, you know, or any... Or any type of, like, oh, heads up, you know, this is a problem, we're going to look into it, sort of thing. Nothing like that. They just do things and then expect everyone else to keep up with it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't happen. That's the weirdest part of all is that over the last couple of months, it's been... what. Remember back in January, I was like, remember when I said all of a sudden... Uh, game theorists came out with that. Oh, YouTube likes longer videos, and yeah, people started yeah, making yeah. longer videos. And now all of a sudden, it's one of the channels that I followed was like, oh well, no, well my I made longer videos, and now my engagement's down, and because of that, I'm being pulled out of search results. And they're like, well, you need higher engagement, so now you need shorter videos. And it's like, <laughs> I know. Will they just fucking make up their mind? I know. It's like, especially when you're getting paid on a month delay basis mm-hmm. when you're trying to make a career out of YouTube. That's not a very easy thing to do when the company that you're on their platform, they're like changing their mind every, you know, five minutes as to what their policy is, and they don't tell you. And it takes you a month to even figure out, oh, wait, something has changed. And then that amount of money you lost out on is, you know, two months down the road. It's like, it's such a wild thing to try to figure out. It's my, it just backs up my firm belief that it bothers Google that people are actually making a career on YouTube. Yeah. That is yeah. my firm belief that ever since Google took YouTube, they've been making strides to try to prevent. The small Joe from actually having a career on YouTube. Every change they've made mm-hmm. has led to that point. Yeah. It's impossible to get found if you start a new channel. Exactly. It is impossible. You could have the. It is my firm belief that the next big PewDiePie will not be because of Google's policies the way they stand right now. Pretty much, yeah. It's like if you didn't, you know, get on that bandwagon when it was new, then you're never going to catch up to it. Yeah. And that's where a lot of the other people are. They keep everyone keeps talking about we need a competitor to YouTube. The best one I've seen thus far is called VidMe. Have you seen VidMe? I have, yeah. I actually have made a, uh, an account over there, but right. I haven't really done a lot over there. It's still early on, mm-hmm. but it's definitely looks like it's, it looks like a promising start. But a lot of them do, but they never go anywhere. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah, there have been a couple that I've seen over the years that have you know looked really good, functioned well, because <laughs> like everyone's already on YouTube, so why are they going to go over to this new? I place? think the big thing is that advertiser dollars need to speak over there mm. or, or to other places. The problem yeah. is that at the end of the day, even as terrible as YouTube has been, it's still good on YouTube. Exactly. But the problem is is that YouTube has become such a toxic community that it's oh god yes. Like d- the YouTube comment section in YouTube insane. is beyond saving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, YouTube comments are horrible. Yeah, a lot of people are jumping to Twitch. I've heard that Twitch is turned around big time, but the problem is that Twitch doesn't really isn't the quite the same 
type of thing. It, uh, over on Twitch, yeah, a 15-minute doesn't live. work. Yeah, as I said, Twitch is mostly live streaming as yeah, well yeah. rather than posting pre-made videos. Yeah, at that point in time, you're going on and you're playing a game for three hours. And it's like, mm, yeah, okay, but at the same time, it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything else you need to say about the YouTube debacle? Oh, apparently, they, uh, Twitch has started letting people upload pre-made videos. Oh, that's nice. I didn't know that. I did not know that I either. I thought Twitch was 100% live streaming only. That's interesting. Well, I know you can archive your stream and then it can be viewed later. Yeah, as yeah, the such, I knew about but that, but I didn't think people could actually like make something on their own and then just upload it. That's interesting. That is interesting. But yeah, the the whole YouTube debacle uh, it keeps going on. Like, I remember back in January, I made this point mm-hmm. on the show that I do hey, remember like, that I, all these videos are getting so long, and now all yep. of a sudden it's just, and now it's it's now all of a sudden smaller videos again. Like, they can't make up their mind. I know. I know. First, it's, oh, oh, no, longer videos are better. Now it's total watch time and engagement and likes and dislikes and comments and all that nine yards. It's like you can't keep changing every five minutes and expect people to run a successful business on, which is why, again, I firmly believe Google does not want people to make a career on YouTube. Yeah. Only the ones they deem fit to do so. Mm-hmm. Or the ones that have already got, you know, 15 million subscribers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they physically can't stop anymore. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if there's much else to really go on about that. It's just, it's just, it's a shady thing all around, especially because YouTube doesn't actually say anything. Yeah. And the weird thing with me though is that when people start getting demonetized, is especially when they're not actually uh, breaking any of YouTube's uh, policies and guidelines. I know it's so stupid. <clears throat> so a perfect example is uh, Steven Crowder's channel. Uh, this, even though they're no longer on the radio, their show is still FCC compliant. <laughs> the, any any radio program could air their stuff audio style and nothing wrong. Exactly. But yet YouTube is demonetizing them left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. Again. Yep. Weird times. Yeah, YouTube is definitely in a very weird place right now, and it has been for quite some time. Very much so. Not sure what the next step would be, but it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to see how it shakes out. Yeah. I don't believe there's much else for that. Do you have anything else? Uh, Not really. Not really? Now that we've gone on a nice uh, meaty <laughs> rant over YouTube. That's it. Not much else for news. That is all there is for news. Again, there's a lot of flash. Not really much else has been going on, I think, other than just the blow-up now with YouTube's ad yeah. nonsense. Although, to be fair, there seems to be a blow-up with YouTube every other week now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's every other month or so. It seems like there's suddenly people are like, wait, something's wrong. They never told us. Yep. And like I said, I think that is the biggest issue with YouTube is that they don't communicate anything and it hurts them in the long run and it hurts everybody in the long run. So this is, okay, so I had that conversation about the long videos middle of January, something like that, and we made it one, two to March. So I'm going to call and say the end of May, beginning of June, we're going to have this conversation again. Probably. I'm calling it right now. All right. So we'll see you back then for that conversation <laughs> all over again. Where in this week in YouTube changes something. That's it. Not much else can be said. Reviews. Reviews. Alrighty. So reviews. Who's got what? I might have a second look. I'll say some things about my game, but it's not really all that much. You okay. can go. I think you have more. Yeah, probably. I'm going to try to keep this uh, short because I went for a long time in my first look. And I think I said a lot of what I needed to in the first look. But uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I have officially completed the main story at this point in time. And uh, yeah, there's... Like I said, I think I said a lot of what I wanted to in the first look with how many changes there are to the formula, how many improvements they made, how they got rid of a lot of the traditional mechanics in Zelda. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's an incredible game. It really is. The sheer size of the map is, like, nothing to cough at. And just, I don't know, it was really good. The, uh, the final boss fight, no spoilers, but I didn't find it too difficult. But the way the actual game ended was kind of, it left a lot to be desired, I think. It just kind of, like, abruptly ended. Where, you know, you do the final boss fight, there's a small cutscene, and then cuts to credits. So, I think they could have done a lot more there, but after you finish the game, then you get a little star icon next to your profile, and uh, then you can actually reload the game before the boss fight and just keep going on with, like, side quests or whatever else you want to do. Yes. Uh, All I'll say is that, to be fair, the end of a game, how you end a story is usually one of the hardest points. 
That is very true, yeah. Because how, how do you make something satisfying in an ending sense? It's, it's usually yeah, a very yeah, difficult yeah. thing to do, to be fair. That is fair. That is definitely fair. It was just kind of weird how it was like, you know, epic boss fight, and then like, uh, I don't even remember how long the actual cutscene was. It was not that long. It was like, really like you know, three to five minute cutscene, and then uh, just, you know, suddenly cut to credits, and then that's that. But... Yeah, sorry to interrupt again. Apparently, uh-huh. according to Twitter, the whole YouTube ad thing is now has its own hashtag. Oh God! It's now hashtag AdSenseGate. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you may continue. <sighs> All right. <laughs> so yeah, back to Zelda. Back away from the idiocy that is Twitter. <laughs> That's a true statement. Uh, yeah, it was definitely a really good game. I definitely enjoyed it a lot. There was, like, so much of the map that I didn't even really get to explore thoroughly because, like, I was trying to do story missions, trying to get the game done in time so I could do Persona next week. But, uh, yeah, there was a lot to do in that game. There's a lot of side quests. There's a lot of shrine quests. I think I found, like, maybe 20% of all the shrines that there are in that game. And I was definitely looking around for them as well, but they some of them are just so well hidden, and some of them are just like you know impossible to do, like the motion control ones. God damn it, those need to just go away forever. And uh, overall, I think the biggest problem I had with the game, and like in a way, I kind of hesitate to use the word problem as well because it was something new, it was something very different that they're experimenting with. It definitely needs to be addressed and modified for the next game, though is the weather, specifically rain and thunderstorms, need to be dialed back in a significant way. Like, Millennium can attest this. He was watching me play the game at one point where, like, legitimately every 10 minutes, almost on the dot, there would be either rain or thunderstorm, which raining prevents you from climbing and thunderstorm makes it so you have to unequip all of your uh, your bow, your shield, your sword... Anything that's metallic that you have equipped, you have to then unequip in order to stop from uh, getting hit by lightning. Yeah, I've and seen it this. Is like, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, the way I played the game, I did a lot of climbing. I would, like, try to take shortcuts by, like, climbing up hills or climbing up the side of the buildings and stuff. There were certain points in the game where I would be, like, halfway up a structure. It would start raining. I would have to literally stop what I was doing, set the controller down, and just, like, do other stuff for, like, you know five minutes until the rain decided to subside and then I could continue on and like any mechanic in a game that forces the player to stop what they're doing and just leave it alone and wait it out for you know five six minutes is definitely needs to be addressed for the next iteration I do like the idea of weather it is definitely an interesting concept it is definitely new for the Zelda series they need to dial it back for the next game though because that got so annoying so quickly funny side note it's I have a similar problem with uh, Ghost Recon, but for a different reason entirely that right. I'll hopefully remember to talk about. All right. But yeah, I saw the weather in Zelda, and it's legit. It happens a lot. It happens a it's, lot. It's more than just the fact that there's some certain storms are severe and there's lightning involved. It's that the fact that the lightning seems to actively search you out. It does. It actually does. Like, you'll be running across the field, and lightning will consistently strike, like, within a 10-foot radius of link, wherever you are. Just over and over and over again. Yeah, and if you try to go to under a tree, it'll hit the tree. It'll hit the tree. It'll just like, oh my god. And this is when you don't have anything equipped. When you do have anything equipped, then like you'll start sparking, or the item that you have will start sparking, and then you will 100% get hit straight on. And it was just, oh my god, it was so annoying to deal with. Sounds like it. Uh, Yeah, but other than the weather, is there anything else that was a big problem? Not really. Ooh, what about, I got actually got a question mm-hmm. for you, but a weapon weapon degradation. That <sighs> exactly. See, that, that is a can, problem. It did get annoying at times. There are certain weapons that were more annoying than others because they had less durability. That's another thing they definitely do need to address, though. Is that like there were so many weapons to choose from, but a lot of times, like you'd be in the middle of a fight, something would break, and you'd have to literally pause the game, go through your weapons, select a new one. And then come back into the fight again, and it just kind of broke the immersion. Well, here's my question: Is that a lot of these weapons were they made? Were they crafted together with like duct tape and tweezers and pretty much, yeah, stapled together? <laughs> yeah, like overall, Maybe. I didn't personally find it too big of a deal, but at the same time, I do realize that it does need to be dialed back. Maybe a little holy water at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> maybe a little. Good bit. wishes and prayers. Hold this 
weapon together. Yeah. It always bothers me when there's weapon de- degradation in a in a video game, especially when it's just like this crowbar has a it has health to it now. I know. So it's like, I know. Excuse me. Hardened steel, and you're gonna tell me it has. <laughs> now, if I duct tape a knife to the end of it, and oh no, that has a degradation. To, okay, I can understand that. But if you just tell me that my straight steel crowbar has a health bar all of a sudden, yeah, beyond comprehension. Now, here's a question: Does mm-hmm. the master sword have the weapon degradation? Um, the master sword does not, but the master sword is also a massive diva. So, <laughs> <laughs> really, like, please explain. Like this sword is, you know. The Blade of Evil's Bane, as it is referred to across the entire series, is like the biggest diva of a sword you could possibly have in this particular iteration of Zelda. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Freaking. Okay, so when you get the Master Sword, uh, I think you need 13 hearts in order to pull it out of the stone in the woods. But you get the Master Sword, right? It has a base power of 30 when you first get it, which was shocking to me because at that point in time... Most of my other weapons had base power up between 45 and, like, 60. So it had base power 30 on the Blade of Evil's Bane was one thing. I was just like, okay, whatever. But it's like, you know, so I didn't use it all that much at first. There will be times, though, where all of a sudden the sword will start glowing just randomly because it feels like it. Because I tested this out. At first I thought it was like, okay, you need to get close to, like, a guardian or one of the ancient enemies. And then it'll start glowing. That was my original theory, but no, I tested it. It just does it whenever it damn well feels like it. No way to predict it whatsoever that I could see. Or like when it's convenient for the, you to need it or to be charged up. Or when it's convenient up. for, yeah, like in the final fight it will be. But it's just like, oh my god. But uh, So there was that. And then also, when it is in glowy mode, if you then use it, you know consistently for like you know multiple enemies all of a sudden it'll just be like nope not doing it anymore and go drop down to base uh, base power zero and make you wait 10 minutes before you can physically use it in any capacity again so yeah there was that yeah makes perfect sense makes perfect sense Maybe that's why Evil doesn't like it, is because the sword is so moody, they never know what it's going to (laughs) do. Pretty much, yeah. So you can have, you know, base power 30, base power 60, or base power 0, depending on what mood it's in. And when it's down to 0, there's like a physical countdown timer involved, where it makes you wait a full 10 minutes before you can use it in any capacity again. So that's a thing that (laughs) exists. Yeah. Like I said, the sword is a diva. It really is. Sounds like it. Oh, God. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, for the basic weapons, it did get annoying at certain points. Like, if I was, like, in the middle of doing something with them and all of a sudden it broke, then that would get kind of annoying. Overall, I didn't really mind just, you know, flipping into a new weapon and just carrying on again. But that's just me. I know a lot of people had severe issues with it. So that is something that definitely needs to be looked at for future games. I do like the range of weapons that they included, though. That was good. Where you could choose between, like, there were swords, there were halberds, there were axes, there were just, like, any melee weapon you can think of. It was probably included in the game somewhere or another. So but definitely a step in the right direction. Definitely a step in the right direction. A lot of what this game did was, like, steps in the right direction, but, like, need to be kind of refined for future iterations. I do like all of the changes that they made, though, because they completely got rid of the traditional Zelda formula and just went all out and just let you do, you know, whatever with this. So that was really good. I hope the uh, the next game follows this trend as well because, like, this was just so good with how many changes they made, how many mechanics that they altered, how many, like, you know, the bottle system, they completely got rid of that, so that freed up so much inventory space. Like, you know, there were, like, a lot of, like, fetch questy type stuff, but at the same time, like, that didn't really exist in previous Zeldas, so it's definitely, like, again, steps in the right direction. So, I don't know. I like what they're doing. I think they definitely need to alter it a little bit and kind of, like, you know, refine and fine-tune some of the new things they've included, but overall, definitely, definitely love to see a new Zelda game, you know, with this same type of mentality put into it. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, anything else you need to say about that? Uh... Not really. I think I pretty much said, you know, a lot of the changes that I'm talking about, I've covered it in my first look, so I don't really go too deep into yeah, that Yeah, yeah, you don't want to repeat yourself, which but, we uh, do a lot. We do that a lot, I know. But, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely good stuff. Uh, I would definitely say buy it now for, 
maybe not so much Switch, because, you know, Switch doesn't have too much going for it right now besides that, but if you have a Wii U laying around that you haven't touched in, you know, since it came out, give it a go, because this game is definitely very well made in a lot of respects. Nice. Uh, what happens if you attack the chickens? I don't know, actually. I never really did that. What? You're playing it wrong. I know, I am. Come on now. <laughs> Get with the times. Yeah, there weren't too many places where there were chickens, to be honest. I didn't really, even really uh, think about it. There are ducks, though, that you can kill for uh, bird legs. And then there's also, like, you know, swans and flamingos and stuff that you can kill for meat. As well as, uh, that's the other thing as well that I don't think I really mentioned in the other one, is that there are so many different animals that they have that they included in this game that you can hunt for food. Like, there's deer, there's foxes, there's birds of all different types of birds. There's just, like, so many different things that you can actually go out and hunt and, you know, gather meat and then, you know, make your own food dishes and stuff and make your own potions out of and stuff. So that's also a really good uh, thing that they added in. Mm, sounds like it. Mm. Sounds like you had a good time. Oh, yeah, it was definitely a lot of fun. I think, like, even with everything I tried to do, and I tried to explore as much as I could in the time that I had, there's probably still, like, you know, a solid 20% of the game that I never even saw because, you know, there's just so much to go through. Yep. But, yeah. Good times? Your turn. Good times. Second look, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Uh, this is going to be extraordinarily brief, I hope. The... So I've been playing a lot of the game uh, since the la in the last two weeks, and I've got really gotten into it. There is some of the bigger issues that I've been having with the game. There's two major issues that add to the frustration of the game. The first thing related to Zelda and the weather, what brought it to my mind was this game, graphically speaking, when everything is standing still, looks really good. But when things start to move <clears throat> and a lot's going on, the frame rate can uh, get down into the toilet and start to chug a lot. Problem being is, is that when you're in a heavily jungled type area and it's raining at nighttime, the amount of, like, it's not quite night, but it's like, it's maybe full moon type territory where there's a lot of shadows, there's a lot of foliage, and there's rain. There got to a point where I, the frame rate went down to about less than 20 frames a second for me. And it was like, it was a slideshow. It was like, yeah. and I had to sit behind a tree and just wait for the weather to pass. Yeah, that actually happened in uh, Zelda as well, now that you mention it, is that there are certain points that I where it's like, again, if you're in the jungle area and it's raining, then the frame rate will just tank. Or, like, if you're on a death mountain and there's embers in the air, the frame rate, like, there was a point in time where I was on death mountain trying to fight these two moblins. I legitimately almost died in that fight, not because they were strong or anything, but because it kept freezing to the point where I could not move and they kept, like, you know, it was like snap back to where I could move again and then my health would be like half gone and I would have to like quickly you know eat something mm. but it's like oh my god yeah that is definitely an issue that yeah, no. like I didn't even really think of until you just talked about it but yeah that well, yeah is... with Ghost Recon it's pretty bad whenever you're near a chain link yeah. fence that always freaks out the graphics heavily and it's your frame rate starts to get chuggy but during this section when I was in the jungle and it was raining I was like oh my god it was so bad I, I was trying to slowly take people out so I could get to a safe location and get, well, as soon as I walked inside a building that had consistent lighting that the you couldn't see the rain anymore. You couldn't see the shadows effects. All of a sudden, and it was right back smooth as day. I was like, okay, it just it hit a section of code that it just freaked itself out on. So it was like that does happen often, and it's not quite like common, but when it does happen, it's a problem. The other problem that I have with Ghost Recon is that uh, the Certain enemies, or not just certain enemies, but the enemies that you're facing when you're trying to attack a, a base or something or some location that's heavily defended with a lot of dudes and some of the higher end stuff that you do with some of these main base military bases have, you know, 25, 30 plus dudes. That's not even an exaggeration. I know we say, like, oh, there's 100 dudes. No, there are certain bases that I've uh, tried to, you know, stealthily go through and take out a bunch of people uh, that have 30 to 40 dudes in them. No exaggeration. 30 to 40 dudes. That's a lot. A lot can go wrong. If you miss somebody, the fact of the matter is that this one dude that you might have missed from like a long-range sniper shot from 200 meters out, he not only then immediately knows that A, he's being shot at, which that might, that sounds realistic. The guy might be knowing, oh, wait, something's wrong. He then knows, immediately turns around and knows where you are, and then everybody else then knows where you are, and they all run out to where you shot from. So it's the psychic hive mind enemies. 
It's not just Ghost Recon this is a problem with, but this is a problem with a lot of games I've noticed recently. It's a recent trend in the last couple of years with these psychic hive mind enemies that just know immediately where you are. So the moment you get found out in Ghost Recon, the best thing you can do is to immediately run away and change uh, your location. The fact that every last single enemy knows right where you shot from is a little bit insane. Yeah, the uh, the whole hive mind enemy thing is like... I think it's like a recent trend in video games that definitely needs to be addressed because it seems to be popping up more and more lately, you know, in the past, like, year or so. But well, That was the thing with me. The way, reason why I say it's frustrating is the fact that, okay, the dude that you shot at you missed, he might have an idea where you are. The problem is, is that the dude on the other side of the base, 500 meters away, won't. But yet they do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. It's like there are certain other minor issues that I've seen with the games that um, with uh, with the AI controlled teammates that you you uh, you can control them. Uh, there are certain areas and due to the geography of it, there are certain uh, instances where all of a sudden they'll the, the AI enemies will like trail behind you by a certain distance unless you order them to do something. And uh, what I've noticed is that there have been certain instances where all of a sudden they're like they're like trapped on a staircase and there's an enemy that comes out of the building and it'll follow them down and they'll literally be right in front of each other as the the AI will be backing down away as the enemy's coming forward towards them. It's like, how could you not see them? But yet they don't. And again, it breaks the immersion, but at the same time, I understand what they were doing because if the AI gave away your position because the AI was in a bad position, that would just get frustrating and annoying mm. very quickly. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, but the problem with this instance is that the moment you give them an order to do something, the, then the AI will then suddenly see them. And it's like, that is... Okay, so, but at the same time, it's not that big of a deal. Mm. Uh, overall, I am liking the game. Another kind of a, I don't know if I can, some people call it an issue, some people it's not, is that, as I said during my first look, all, all the uh, higher-end bosses that you're actually going towards are not on the map. You have to work your way through the ladder. And unfortunately, that does make it a bit of a slog. Mm-hmm. So, eh. so, this game is not speedrunner friendly, No, then? it's not speedrunner friendly, which is kind of a problem given that Persona comes out next week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but anyway, I, I'm having a lot of fun with the game. It is very hilarious. There's been certain missions that have just been really great. <laughs> uh, the protect this missions are not the one of them. Oh yeah, I hate those. There was one mission that where it was like uh the, the other section that I couldn't think of. There was security, production, smuggling, and influence was the one that I kept forgetting about. So influence is you know wine and dine the VIPs and other people that may have work in the uh. With the cartel, but they don't work in Bolivia, so yeah, you know, what yeah. have you. So the influence area, one of them was this. There was this uh, resort that I had to go to, and it's like the the your CIA contact was like, oh yeah, you need to give them the full rock star treatment. <laughs> you had to scare the VIPs at the at the resort, and it was like it was so funny. I was like, okay, <laughs> I could do that. I switched. I switched over to. Uh, it doesn't actually. It says it's called the Mark Seventeen in the game, but it's a Scar Seventeen. They didn't get the uh, the license yeah, yeah, rights yeah. from uh, FN, so they couldn't call it the Scar Seventeen. But it, they called it the Mark Seventeen. But you know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So the Scar Seventeen. I brought out my Scar Seventeen. I took off the suppressor. I switched. I put my uh, MSR away and brought out the HTI, which is a fifty cal. <laughs> I took the suppressor off it. It was hilarious. Dead quiet and boom. <laughs> I ran up there and started firing the uh, the market. And you have to, it's like a certain area where you have to sit there and wait for three minutes to make sure they heard you. They heard me. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a fun mission. I love that one. It was so that good. That's good. That sounds like a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It's like, so you know what? Mission types are varied enough, but the fact that you have to slog throughout all of them could potentially get a little. I think that's where the grindy part comes yeah, in. The fact yeah. that you have to slog through all the lower level stuff in order to get up to the higher end people. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it can be uh, pretty tedious. You know, at but times. at the same time, played with friends is probably a lot of fun. Oh yeah, co-op is going to be great, but it can be played as a single player game. So I am having mm-hmm. a lot of fun with that. And as to when I'm going to finish it, who knows? <laughs> You'll do what you can before Monday night. <laughs> Grand uh, questions to be asked. Who knows? <laughs> I know there's no chance in hell that I'll be doing it. I've yet to see an underboss less, less be like one of the uh, heads of security. So it's like, again, <laughs> it's such a slog. You can take any, uh, what are they called again? The uh, not zones, but uh, 
Territories. Territories. They're not called territories, but it's, so it's one of those words. You can take any. You can choose any one that you want to mm-hmm. go with and just work your way through the missions. You can go straight straight from the beginning of the game. You can immediately ignore the first opening mission they give you and go straight over to one of the highest guarded areas and just work that one if you wanted to. Nice. So you can work them in any way or order. Mm-hmm. If you want to work through the game faster, then I would say choose two of the four. Uh, you know. Divisions, you know, whereas you've got the uh, production, smuggling, security, influence. Choose two of them and just work those, because then as soon as you take out those two heads, then El Sueño comes out. So okay. instead of just randomly going, oh, I want to do this district now, and then this district, and then this district. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. that cuts down what you have to do. I'd imagine. I don't know what happens after you beat El Sueño if you could just go back out into the map and finish off the rest of them or not. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I do like it. It is a good game. It is, again, mm. it has its issues. It's not the best game of the year, but it's definitely a good, solid game. That's going to give you, if you need a game that gives you a lot of hours on the clock, this game will do that. All right. So, yeah, that's all I pretty much can say about that for that update. Good stuff. Uh, anything else, or should we head on off to the final thoughts? We can head off. All right. We are motoring through this. We are. <laughs> Time for some final thoughts. Yes. What is your final thought? Food. Food? Food. Food is good. I've been told food is good. Mm. Uh, I don't know if there's much else really for video game news. Persona is, yes, and they said in the chat, I think, who was it that said that? I think uh, it was Fan- Fanto. Fanto. We're excited, excited about Persona, you oh, think? Oh, yes. <laughs> Early reviews say it's good. Yep. I started seeing some... Uh, People posting on YouTube some early footage out. I was just like, no, go away. <laughs> stop it. It's like, stop it. Stop making fun of me. <laughs> I want it now. Yes, very much so. Uh, that is pretty much all we're going to be doing. So the next show, I don't think there will be a show next week simply due to the fact that there is no news. Okay. Uh, I would. Who knows? Something might erupt and there, there, there's, simply, there's a possibility that there mm. could be a, uh, a, a show next week, but I highly doubt it. They're called provinces. The the districts in Ghost Recon, they're called provinces. Okay, Each okay. and every one have their own name. I cool. couldn't. It was escaping me. It was bothering <laughs> me. Yeah, it just popped in my head. Nice. Anyway, yeah, there might not be a show next week. Two weeks out, we're probably both going to be doing one hell of a first look <laughs> yes. on what is probably going to be one hell of a long video game. Oh, yeah. There's going to be good times It'll in there. It'll be interesting to see how that one uh, plays out because yeah, the story itself, just like hearing like the basic synopsis of what the story is, it sounds very weird, but at the same time, I've been told it's still very Persona, so we'll see how it shakes out. I'm very interested to see what changes they made over Persona 4 since I'm very yeah. familiar with 4 Because Persona three. 4 was great. Like 3 was good, but 3 had a lot of notable issues with it. Four, they mopped up a lot of those issues and made mm-hmm. it like really. So it'll be very so. inter- interesting to see what kind of things they cleaned up with Persona Five. Yes, yes. I know with oh three to four, the biggest thing was is that there's only two, I think, um, social links that can go negative. Yes. Or reversed. Excuse me, it's yeah, reversed. It's uh, in Persona Four, I believe Naoto can go negative and uh, I can go. Negative. I uh, I Enma, I think her name was. I forget. I don't really go with her the link Moon because she's, she's a bit of a diva. She's a bit of a diva. Yeah, she can go negative, and Naoto can go negative. Those are the only two. Now Naoto can go negative only at like one point, I believe. Yeah, there's one specific point where if you answer something that she says in a very specific way, then she will reverse. But beyond that, she's pretty much you know straight through. But yeah, that was the big problem with three is that you know three you had to do some serious juggling because <laughs> yeah you did if you ignored any of your social links for too long they would reverse and then it was a pain in the ass to get them back on track. So yeah, it's it definitely a problem. Yep. And again, I've done a run of Persona Three with the strategy guide at my feet, and that mm-hmm. strategy guide for that was like you know it wasn't a strategy guide, excuse me, it was a it was like a social link guide or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas it told you know it's so that I could keep everything and max everything out. It is possible, but it is such flight traffic control that it you, is, in order to figure is. out what in or, what order you need to do who is just. It's a homework project unto itself. It which really is, again, is. this is another big problem that we're kind of worried about with Persona Five is that where are all where the links? are all the new social links? We don't know where they all are. <laughs> That's gonna be one thing we're gonna be like, you know, having meetings in the kitchen, be like, okay, have you found the moon yet? No, okay, it's over here. You know, have you found Fortune yet? No, okay, you know, she's over there or whatever it is. So. <laughs> 
It'll be interesting to see how it this one be. shakes out. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to that. It'll be interesting to see what kind of uh, different teams we end up with. Because mm. we are very different in how we like structure our teams usually. So it'll be interesting to see what we end up with. Very much so. Lots to look forward to next week. Oh, yeah. Uh, is there anything else you need to talk about video games? Or are we off to... Uh, well, for me, for video games, Ghost Recon and Horizon, I have no idea when <laughs> I'll be getting back to them. I would like to finish both of them. At this point in time, I'm going to call it and say that Ghost Recon is most likely not to ever be finished simply because of the fact you have to go through every single mission. such yeah, a slog. Yeah, yeah. I might try to powerhouse it and just go straight with... Uh, I've done a lot of wandering. I've done a lot of exploring. I've done a lot of unlocking of, ooh, I want this attachment or, ooh, I want this weapon. Mm -hmm. And I've gone off and I've tried to find them. And it's like certain missions will bring you back to those locations again anyways. Yeah. So it's kind of like, eh. But at the same time, you know, I I like doing it. It's all right. Uh, but we'll see how far I get in that. Uh, Horizon, I definitely want to finish. Everyone says the story is the big selling point with that game. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to finish that. But as to when... I have no idea. Valkyria yeah. Revolution is coming out in, what was it, June? May or June or something like Somewhere that? Somewhere in there, yeah. So, yeah, I have no <laughs> idea when I'm going to get around to any of it. And right now it's going to be Persona. Yeah. Outside of that, there's not much else going on with video games. Other than the fact that uh, last night I brought in my uh, Xbox oh, 360 yeah, has been yeah, in my... Been in my uh, storage building for you know in a, in a, in the Xbox One box forever. I pulled it in and hooked it up and it fired right up. Nice. Took took a couple of updates and works like a champ. <laughs> yeah, Xbox 360. I played the other day, which is very interesting because the controller between 360 and Xbox One is very different. Mm. The Xbox One controller is slightly flatter and wider, and oddly enough, I find maybe it's just the fact that I'm more familiar with it, but I'm I find that one more comfortable. Than the old 360 controller, which is weird because the 360 controller was so good. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. remember you came in and uh, borrowed my wired 360 controller for yeah, a little bit at first. Until I found the charging cable for the wireless controller. Cause yeah. All the wireless 360 controllers we have were all dead. And it's like, oh, <laughs> uh, where's the charging cable? And then I finally found <laughs> yeah, it. I was like, okay, here it is. Yeah, we to go on a hunt for that. Now I'm able to use my uh, blue Chrome controller. That, Chrome that is blue a nice controller. controller. It is really good. I love that controller. So mm -hmm. good. But I've been playing that. Uh, poking around here and there. Uh I don't know if I'll be doing any more Ghost Recon between now and then. I might. I don't know. Because it's just such a slog to go through everything. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And at the very uh, least, we own Zelda. So you yeah. can get around to that whenever, you know. You can yeah. definitely get around to that. Probably in the desert months when nothing oh. is going on. And that's another thing. Mass Effect? Who knows? Here's mm -hmm. the fun part. The word on the street, it kind of sucks. I was just going to say, I've heard very bad things about Mass Effect. A actually. lot of surprising. problems. A lot of problems. Yeah, I've heard it's very glitchy. It's very, like, there's a lot of visual bugs. There's visual a lot bugs. Of, like, yeah, there's a lot wrong Quirkiness, with it from what I've heard. Very uh, cut and pasted together. Yeah, and yeah. Duct taped at the corners. Yeah. Yeah, I have heard that as well. And I was just like, really? Okay. <laughs> so, interestingly enough, I don't know if... Uh, Hmm. Who knows? Yeah. I'm interested. Who would have thought that at the beginning of the year that Mass Effect would be the one that was going to kind of flop hard in the spring, you know, in the early yeah, part of yeah. the year? Everyone probably looked at Ghost Recon and was like, oh, why would they want to do, you know, that was probably when everyone pointed at, but that one's actually halfway decent. <laughs> Felgus had some falling through the world. <laughs> yeah, that's always helpful. Oh, boy. Yeah, I've heard a lot of stories about that game. <laughs> I've seen some of the facial animations in Mass Effect Andromeda Online. It's just mm -hmm. like, woo, okay. I, you know, I complain about the lip sync in certain games. Like, uh, it was Horizon that the lip sync was like really bad. This is like the whole face, like total disconnection. Is it Fallout levels? It's worse. Really? Yeah, I know. It's pretty bad. You Fallout look 4 it up. had some really bad, uh, you know, facial animation. Yeah, it was. <laughs> those are pretty bad. Oh uh, God! I remember one clip I was shown where. Uh, you were just like watching some guy walking around a room, and every time he would pass over this, uh, what was supposed to be like a step up, he would like walk through it. That yeah. <laughs> one's like, wow. Okay. That's awesome. Yep. I don't think there's much else for video games, though. Mm. We've pretty much covered everything. Uh, anime. Do you want to talk about anime? Sure, we can talk about anime. What have you been watching? Ah, uh, yes. We have both been watching some stuff that... Uh, you find you describe as shockingly good. Shockingly good, yes. There are two shows from this season that I was told the premise of, and for both of them, I was just like, all right, that sounds like it could be okay, but nah, whatever. But uh, no, it's um, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid and Interviews with Monster Girls are both 
shockingly good. Like, I am stunned at how good both of them are. They have good character sets. They, they, they do. They, they have work. good character sets. They Again, have good stories. They, it, it's, like, it's so good to see. In the last year or two, there have been a lot of anime that have come out that all the characters are good and likable. And mm, it's like... I know. And enjoyable to watch. And so it's like, it, it works out pretty good. Yeah. So we're watching those two, but now we're caught up. So it's like, you got to wait know. a whole other week. I hate having one episode a week. <laughs> That's why we wait till the end and then binge it. Exactly. <laughs> We're gonna. I, I think we're gonna wait till the end before we start watching Saga of Tanya the Evil. Yes, Tanya. I definitely do want to binge because that one I can already tell is gonna be another really good one. Uh, it looks good. Uh, mm-hmm. The only thing that concerns me is that Funimation is having seizure fits with its online service. Yeah, it's weird. Some days it'll work. Some days it won't. Some days it'll be like half jittery. Some days it'll be like unwatchable. It's very strange. I don't know what they're doing with it. Yeah, no, it's ever since they updated it to the Funimation Now thing. Yes, like, yes, that's exactly it. Ever since then, we, have, we haven't we have been able to watch Izetta. We were up to, like, nope. episode six or something like that. And something it's like, like we that. try to watch it, and it, sometimes we'll get a half an episode in, and then it'll start to jigger out. And then sometimes we can't even get a minute in. And exactly. And it'll start uh, having a seizure. Yeah. Like, and during, was it, it was Miss Kobayashi's. It's like, we got 20 minutes into the episode, there's four minutes left, and all of a sudden it's just like, oh, and it has, starts having a seizure fit. It's mm-hmm. like, oh no, not this one too. I know. God, no, not this one. Uh, yeah, I think with Isetta's, at this point I kind of like, want to wait till they completely sort out their issues and then just watch it again from the beginning because it's so choppy at this point that I don't even really remember what was going on when we last watched it. Because it's like, we'll watch half an episode and then we'll, like, we'll have to put it down for a while and then we'll like, <laughs> Three, four days try later. to watch the next half of the episode and like, we'll get like maybe like 10 minutes into it and then it'll like start phasing out again. So it's like, I don't know, I don't have a coherent story on that because we had to break it up so much because the stream kept, you know, cutting out on us. Yeah. Definitely in a problem. It is. That needs fixing. Uh, Val wants to know if they're charging for that. Yeah, if in order to watch a lot of their stuff online, you do need to uh, pay for it. It's uh, I think it's $60 a year or something like that is what I pay. Something like that, yeah. Which is funny because I think next week, as a matter of fact, is when I get charged for it. I have to check my account mm. when I'm going to be charged for that. But, yeah. Yeah, it's like ever since they updated to the Funimation now, it has been bad. Like, some days are worse than others, definitely, but overall it is just, like, I don't know what they were doing with that update. Yeah. Bizarre, but... It is. What are you going to do? Yep. I don't think there's much else. Do you think, do you think of anything? Not really. A whole lot of nothing. No Kaz. And it was actually a very short show. We're mm. actually just a smidge over an hour by the time I cut this down, I would imagine. Yeah. But uh, pretty good stuff. Oh, yeah. All the way around. Zelda, you completed it. You liked it. Mm-hmm. Definitely sounds like a good game. Yeah, I definitely like want to watch you play the first uh, couple hours of it whenever oh, you get Lord. around to it. I have no idea when I'm going to ever get around to that. Yeah. Who the hell knows? It might. Even, I well, can't like even I said, begin probably to like in the desert months, we'll probably be able to cycle back around to it. <laughs> yeah, the, the I, drought. Because I definitely want you to play this game. Because you mm. are not big on Zelda, I think you would really. I think I, I really think it will like too. This one, because this one is just so different from all the other Zeldas that came before it. Mm. But yeah, there's that. I don't think there's much else. I think the drought will hit after E3. I think after E3, there's... I think in and around that time is when Valkyria Revolution comes out. And after that, I don't think there's anything for the summertime. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Not much else going on, so I think we should just cut it off. Probably. Alrighty then. So, until next time, don't joke the Chocobo. Bye. See you later, and bye now. Bye.